My name's Seth Lakeman and I'm a singer-songwriter from Dartmoor. So I grew up in a musical family, going to folk clubs all the time, every weekend, right on the edge of Dartmoor there in Devon, and stories and those tunes in folk music uh, became a big part of my life. Um, I was absorbing them all the time. My father was a journalist for the Daily Mirror, so he was bringing stories all from around the West Country all the time, amazing stories, it was mind-blowing. Um, and then he was um, helping to run a folk club, so that was something myself and my two brothers were you know, really immersed in, in those teenage years. So we would go in there, um, soak up some of the musicianship from Richard Thompson, Martin Carthy, Dave Swalbrick, all the greats, you know, Roger Wilson, Chris Wood, all these amazing artists, and we were just, yeah, it was a, a really, really lucky time to be hearing music in, in the 80s then. Well, as I said, I, I grew up there on the edge of Dartmoor, and I still literally live a mile from where I grew up. My kids go to the school that I went to, all things like that, so it's all very much based in that heartland, I, I, would, I would like to call it. Um, and uh, stories became a big part of my life. My father, journalist of the Daily Mirror, constantly brings stories into the house, and I was always interested in local history. It was a big thing that I, I'd like to follow. Um, and then the landscape itself, Dartmoor, the surrounding area, the sea, of course, only eight miles from Plymouth Sound, and that wonderful uh, whole, you know, dramatic um, coastline. Uh, that was something, you know, I, I've, I've grown up walking, swimming, you know, the whole thing. So really, uh, all those elements coming together became a big part of my songwriting without trying to, uh, uh, I guess, look for concepts or anything necessarily. They just, I was naturally moving towards that as, as, as a way of writing. When, when I was 19, a good friend of mine, uh, he stayed at my house and then he said, I'm going to surfing the next morning. <clears throat> he went surfing down to Polzeth, and this is a, a different Polzeth than it is now. But, um, and uh, he went off the rocks there at the Atlantic Bay Hotel and uh, sadly got into trouble quite quickly. Um, and his, uh, yes, uh, anyway, him and uh, a friend of his, Nick, uh, they sadly drowned. Um, but big impact on us in Tavistock, where we live, that's the local school, and 19 year olds, you know, losing a dear, dear friend like that. So we very quickly uh, came together. There wasn't enough set up there. Um, they, you know, in the inquest, poor Tom was hanging onto a washing line. You know, there wasn't there wasn't enough that was there for the people to you know try and save him. So anyway, fast tracking that, um, we raised lots and lots of money uh, through concerts. Again, music the way we know how um, to fund the Polzeth Life Surfing. You know, so that, that, was our, um, that was our way of sort of answering the call, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the RNLI is, is so incredibly important and I, I've always had the utmost respect for all those who volunteer, you know, and, and really make the sacrifice, because it is. Um, and if I lived near the coast, I think, you know, I like to keep fit, I would give it a go, <laughs> I think. Yeah, I really would. But I don't know if I could, it's answering the call at 2.30 in the morning. It's hard enough going to see the kids at that point, let alone getting out of your bed. <laughs> um, 
and getting into a you know a dry dry suit really. But um, yes, I, but back to the sea, yeah. Utmost respect for the Iron Lion. Everything they do around the coast, you know, is so dangerous. Um, it's you know, it's, sometimes it's hard to fathom that, isn't it? Um, I think you know, my children are obsessed with the Saving Lives at Sea show, and that's something I think that's a great education for children. You know, showing them how, um, you know, how you've got to respect the sea. You know, how dangerous it can be because it's very easy to forget. And I wasn't aware of this when I was younger, but uh, one of my good friends at school, Sean Crawford, and his brother, they moved up from Cornwall, from Mousel, to uh, uh, where we live now, on the edge of Dartmoor. And uh, I became really good friends with him. I didn't know any connection with the Solomon Brown or anything, but it was only later on when I'd written the song that I really realised all that connection. But um, anyhow, it's something on the 25th anniversary, it was marked big occasion. Um, and I remember my father uh, writing a story for the Daily Mirror as part of it. And really that sort of inspired me to write a song, to remember them as, you know, as a tribute to the, those eight men who lost their lives. Um, the personal part of it is actually Sean Crawford's dad was on the boat, on the Solomon Brown, and he was a really good friend of mine and he's been in touch many times since. So it's an interesting conne connection that's happened there that is it, personal. But the other thing as well is my father covered that story, uh, went straight down to Mousel when it happened and the aftermath and that whole horrible time that was going on. Um, and uh, when he speaks about it, you know, it's, it's, it's very emotional. You could see for him how hard it was for him to write what he was writing for the mirror. But because um, there was a fund set up and everything, it was, you know, it, people were nationwide, you know, hearts pouring and, you know, there, it, it was, you could see the, um, you know, the effect it was having on people. So it was my way really in that 25th anniversary to try and mark it the way I, I, I know how and in, in that way it's, it's in song, yeah. Fairman's Bay, that Christmas week Such a region storm, no
Like at Penley Point, time stood still. The twelve young children cried for their father's kill. The nation shed tears fears as the news went around. With a constant courage, the last son of Hello, this is Joanna Scanlon. You've been listening to the RNLI's 200 Voices collection. To hear more remarkable stories, head to rnli.org 200 voices or subscribe to RNLI wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. 200 Voices is produced for the RNLI by Adventurous Audio Limited.